So the Motorola Razr is back, but it looks a little different than it did 10 years ago. I'm Jason Cipriani with Jason Perlow. This is Jason Squared. And today we're gonna to talk about the new foldable display Motorola Razr that we're gonna see all over the place next year. So Jason, I was in LA last week and when Motorola unveiled the new Razr, which is kind of what they're calling it. And I, I had some time to spend, uh, I had a chance to spend some time getting my hands on the device itself. And, you know, we'll get to exactly what that is here in a few minutes, but let's cover kind of the basics of what the new Razer is and uh, some of the specifications. So of course, Jason, as you know, it, in, in evoking the, the, the previous product, which I, and I love the original Motorola Razer. Who did it? I love, I love the, the flip phone, which of course uh, is, uh, was a follow on to the original flip phone, the Motorola StarTac, which of course sounded like Star Trek. In fact, they had Star Trek people promote it. It might've been uh, William Shatner or a couple of the others that they had during the promotional of that original phone. Uh, but the, the Razer was the follow on to the StarTac. Um, it is an iconic uh, industrial design, yep. um, you know, incredibly pocketable, uh, had great battery life, was probably one of the best pure cell phones I ever had. Um, so it, it's, it's, you know, it was incredibly popular. People loved it. It was, a, it was really a Gen X iconic product, really. You know, people of my generation um, really loved it. Um, and I don't think I ever had a better, purest cell phone since. I mean, the, the Nokia candy bar probably comes close in terms of utilization, usability, but uh, the, 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 the Razer was my absolute favorite. Now, that being said, the new device is completely different. It is a full-blown Android phone with a OLED folding screen display, uh, similar technology with that what is used on the... Uh, the, the Galaxy Fold, but they did it correctly. They actually designed the hinge mechanism correctly. Uh, they, they handled the air gap correctly with the, when, when, when the thing flexes, it's hidden in the chassis and it, you don't see this, you know, it's just the industrial design that the motor engineers, they have to be commended for the industrial design in Absolutely. terms of how they put it together. They did a fantastic job. Now there are certain aspects of this phone that I think I really wish they had not cut corners on. I wish they went with a faster uh, Qualcomm processor uh, than the Snapdragon 719 that they used. It's somewhat underpowered. Uh, six gigabytes of RAM, which I think is also too small for an Android device uh, in this day and age. Um, the, uh, the battery is 2510 milliamp hours, which is also somewhat underpowered considering right. the type of device. Uh, single real camera with no uh, optical zoom or widescreen capability, but decent, uh, you know, uh, focal length f 1.7. So it should be fairly decent in low light. Uh, fingerprint reader as opposed to, to the facial recognition, which given the, the form factor is probably appropriate that way. Secondary screen for using for seeing small notifications. And I think you actually can do a lot with, with the smaller screen. You could definitely use Google Assistant and other things. You can. I mean, you know, uh, you know uh, the common types of stuff. I mean, very Star trek -y, you know, hey, Google, you know, beam me up to the spaceship type of stuff, which is, <laughs> which is, which is fine for what it's supposed to be used. Uh, my major issue is the price point. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's an early adopter. It, that's, that's early adopter pricing big time. Yeah. Big time. It, but here, here's the deal. You, you just ran through the spec sheet and it is a mid tier phone with a premium phone price. Yeah. But the technology is new. And, and honestly, yeah. I get why Motorola priced the phone at $1,500 
and didn't use you know the latest Qualcomm processor. We're not going to see the phone until January. It, it goes on pre-order right. the day after Christmas. It's an exclusive in the U.S. to Verizon, which even further limits who it's going to be. Very, very much limits the market. I really wish Absolutely. they had done some direct sale with this, uh, but you know, that's- Yeah, I wish it was an unlocked model, but that's, you know, a bigger risk for them to take on something that foldable displays aren't really proven quite yet, right? No. Galaxy Fold had its share of issues with their technology. Huawei had to delay the Mate X, and right now it's only available in China. You know, so there was issues they had to work out there. But what I think is smart about what Motorola is doing is they did put mid-tier specs in it. They made it a little bit more affordable than the $2,000 price point of the Galaxy Fold. So only really hardcore early adopters are going to yeah. use it. But the ultra executive, ultra, ultra sleek executive types that really want to impress people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, when I saw pictures of this phone uh, prior to launch, they, they a couple had leaked and you know, it looked very tall and long. Instead of opening up, as a friend put it the other day, instead of opening up like a hot dog bun, it folds like a hamburger bun. It, you know, so yeah. it folds horizontally instead of like a book would for the Galaxy Fold. Um, and I thought, man, that's going to be way too tall. It's going to be it's awkward to use. It's just going to be really weird. But during my hands-on time, the moment I picked it up, it made complete and total sense. The fold, phone folds in half, so it's very pocketable. It slides in your phone just like it slides into your pocket, just the way yeah. the original Razer did. And then it folds open. And once it's open, it's a normal smartphone, just like your Android. It, it, it's an ergonomically iPhone. brilliant design, Jason. There's no question. About it. If it was $800, I would have said, yeah, go get this thing. But, yeah, absolutely. You know, maybe, uh, but in doing that design and pricing at $1,500, it's, it's brilliant because people are going to buy it. People are going to use it. Granted, a very small subset of users, but yes. it allows them to test that hinge that looks great. It allows them to test the longevity of that display and how many times it's going to fold. Because let's be real, this phone's going to be folded a lot more than the Galaxy Fold. That thing has yes. a screen on the front where you could do quite a bit. The front display on the Razer, you can do some, but if you want to do anything really complicated or even browse yeah. Twitter, you're going to have to open the phone. If you want to take a phone call, you have to open it. And yes, when you close it shut, it'll hang up and it has that same thud sound that the original Razer did when you would hang it up, you know, hang up your call. It, it sounds great. It, it was really nostalgic to sit there and open and close it and uh, act like I was talking on the phone. So, uh, Jason, there's no, this is an incredibly futuristic device. And, you know, I, I, it's one of the, it's been a long time since I've been able to use a product and say, wow, I live in the future. Yeah. Right. You know, we, we use, we use our iPhones all the time. It's, I mean, that the technology capabilities of the iPhone 11 are amazing. Sure. In terms of capabilities, I mean, but I mean, this 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 sort of slab of glass thing is is kind of played itself out, right? Well, it hasn't I don't know changed how, it, can, it. It can't really get better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can put this 4K. You can use you can reduce the amount of energy consumption. I mean, you can put a, a thumbprint reader underneath. You can do there's other things you can do with it, but you can't fundamentally change the fact that this is a single piece of glass. Yeah. Yeah. The the form factor, how you use it on a day to day basis, has not changed from iPhone one to iPhone 11. It, we still interact with it the same way. Sure, the screens have gotten bigger, processors have gotten faster, yeah. but that user interaction has not changed. And foldable phones have the potential to do that. And you know, right now I think the Fold and the Mate, the Galaxy Fold and the Mate X from Huawei are almost intimidating because not only yeah. have you changed how you interact with the phone by having a foldable screen, but users are told, you could have multiple windows open, you can multitask and do all this other stuff, or you could just have a really big 
uh, Twitter or Facebook window open, where yeah. that that's a shift in how in thinking and the approach on what I want to do when I open that device to use it. Whereas with the Razer, it's open it and use it as you normally do, and let's let us prove this technology, refine it, get the cost down over the next couple of years, and then figure out how people want to use it going forward. I, I feel like the fold and other competing. Uh, foldable devices have kind of got out ahead of themselves instead of figuring out what users want and will do they're kind of trying to shove it at users and say well let's make it work you know whereas the razor is saying let's let's see what people do yeah and like, like I said, and this foldable screen technology is space age type stuff that sure. we are going to need we have to need to continue to develop yeah. whether it's for folding phones or for for visors and, and AR devices and other and other application stuff, you know, you put in the windshield of your car or, or heads up displays, all these things, we need to develop this technology, regardless of, of whether it takes off on a folding phone or not. So I'm glad that we now finally have a mass market device that uh, people will be able to experience this with. And, I, and I'm looking forward to finally getting my hands on one and actually playing with one at a store. I may not buy one of the things, but I still want to play with one just because of curiosity factor, right? You know? Yeah. You know, I'm an AT&T subscriber, have been for years. I don't see myself no. switching to Verizon no. just to try the Fold uh, or the Razer, I'm sorry. But if it was on AT&T, I probably would give it a long, hard look just to see what that interactive dynamic would be like over a long term. You know, when we get review devices, it's usually for a week or two at a time, unless we personally buy them. And it's hard to get that three month use scenario on how it's gonna hold up. I definitely would give the Razer a long, hard look and thought about whether or not I'd fork over 1500 bucks to give it a shot. I'm really intrigued to see what happens when it launches. And, and I'm really happy to finally see Motorola back in the limelight as an engineering concern, right? Because. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I, when I used to work for IBM, uh, you know, I used to have Motorola as a customer. I used to go down to the Schomburg facility in Chicago, outside Chicago, where they have a huge uh, mobile device testing complex. And they have They've actually moved that downtown. It's right on the river in Chicago now. I've been there many oh, times. Oh, they, they moved it? But yeah. it's still a, a huge engineering concern. Tons of people, and sophisticated stuff. Yeah, a huge, they've got lots of expertise among making mobile devices. And, you know, their last couple of, you know, regular smartphones, I mean, you know, the G7, the G6, they've been inexpensive. They've been nice, decent phones for the money. Sure. But they have not been sexy, sort of like, wow, right? This brings the wow back to Motorola. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm finally happy to see that happen again. And what better brand name to do it under than Razer? It's, they yeah, held no, on to there the, is no better brand name to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone knows what the Razer is. They've either heard stories from their parents if they're a millennial who are just now getting you know, into phones or people like us. I, I sold, worked at Verizon when Verizon started carrying the V2, Razer V2. Yeah. And we sold more of those phones than anything else the entire time I was there. I, we couldn't keep them in stock. It's a great phone. Um, any closing thoughts, Jason? No, Jason. I mean, I just, I look, I look, I wish the price was, was better. Uh, yeah. I wish they launched it with Android 10 as opposed to Android 9, but yeah, hopefully I mean, they'll update the device it. pretty soon. In January, Android 10 has been out for quite a few months. It makes sense. Yep. All right. For uh, Jason Perlow, I'm Jason Cipriani. Once again, this was Jason Squared. Leave us a comment. Let us know what you think about the new Motorola Razr. Are you in? Are you out? Foldable screens appealing to you? They're appealing to me now. They weren't before. Love to hear your thoughts. Make sure to check more of our content out at ZDNet.com.